Welcome to the Jennings Wire Online Magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web. We invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. And today we have happiness expert and children's author of Your Special Wherever You Are, Keita Spack, who has taught at the public and high school levels and will talk with us today about the significance of having happy students in our classrooms and how that impacts their performance. So welcome, Keita. Thanks for for that, Stacey. Lovely introduction. Thanks for joining us. So uh, let's talk about exactly what happiness means for us. Yeah, I think it's important for people to have an idea of what I'm meaning and what we're meaning by the word happiness. In this case, I'm referencing Sonia Limbong-Mirsky. She's uh, a a very um, acknowledged and reputable professor at the University of California who's written a number of books on happiness, even uh, notably the how-to of happiness. And she talks about happy as being the experience of joy contentment or positive well-being combined with a sense that one's life is good, meaningful, and worthwhile. And basically, if we look at that really quickly, Stacy, she's looking at joy that comes from the inside, in other words, internally, but when you bring it around to the idea that your life is worthwhile, then that implies that not only are you happy inside, but you're reaching outside of yourself and you're being valued, and your life is being made worthwhile by your extension connection to other people. And Keita, how does this play into students, their well-being, and performance in the classroom? Well, the fact of the matter is uh, we know that right now the school system is, is, is having some difficulties. There are great challenges. And, uh, in fact, there's been a recent study put out that U.S. kids are underperforming in math and reading. So the whole idea of focusing on the academic side is obviously not working. So we're going to go back to, and here's where I'm making my point, to basic principles. Why are kids not performing? And in order to perform anywhere, whether you are in that classroom, Stacey, or whether you are in the corporate world or you are within a family relationship, you've got to feel good about yourself. There has to be a sense of being nurtured within yourself. And if that aspect in yourself, that idea that you're not being affirmed or you're not being acknowledged as the person who you are, wherever you are, whether you're in that classroom or in the corporate world or in the family arrangement, that then has a detrimental effect on how you're going to be performing and how you're going to be producing. So the point here is that kids who are not happy and uh, feeling satisfied with themselves initially will have difficulty producing those academic results that schools and educators and parents perhaps are looking for. And so with that in mind, what would you suggest some first steps could be that uh, will help initiate changes in the classroom? Well, I mentioned the word acknowledgement, and in my paper, Stacy, uh, called Developing Successful and Happy Students, which is on my website, 
I talk about the happiness cycle, where I talk about acknowledgement as being the first step to creating a positive atmosphere for kids. Every child must be acknowledged. And when I say acknowledged, Daisy, I mean affirmed for who they are before any kind of emotional and intrinsic development can take place. And let me use a, a simple example here to make this easier on all of us. So let's say uh, Jessica comes into the classroom and the teacher turns to her and says, did you get your homework done? In other words, that's the first kind of engagement that the teacher presents to Jessica who's coming into the classroom. Now, I, I maintain if the teacher had turned to her and said, hi, Jessica, how's your day going? The difference between how the teacher has engaged is dramatically important because the latter statement, the idea of saying, hey, hi, Jessica, how are you doing, is acknowledging and affirming Jessica as a person not her worth in how she is performing. So that laddering in, in interaction and welcoming engagement from the teacher sets Jessica up for a positive experience in the classroom. She's validated for herself. She's not validated if she gets her homework done. In other words, if she does something that is external, external to her as a person. So the focus here is on the person first and then on how she might be performing or can perform. And so, Stacy, the, the idea here is if the teacher focuses on Jessica as the person, how are you doing? I care about you. I value you and how you are feeling. Then that value will extend to her performance when that performance needs to be appraised. Now, Kita, how would you say parents, what could be one thing that parents can do to help their kids be better in the classroom? The one thing that I would point out for every parent, and it is tough in this 24-7 world, first of all, they play the most important and powerful role in kick-starting their uh, children's academic lives. So I say the number one thing is making time for your child just make time, pay attention. Whether it's school-related, it's a problem with a friend, they're worried about the, what, how they got their hair cut, it doesn't matter what the concern is. What, it, what does matter is being available. Because when you are making time for your children, being available, then they know, they feel that they are loved. And a nurtured child then feels valued and safe, and out of that value and, and being safe in, a, in an environment such as that, they then grow their self-esteem. I am important. I have a set of eyes that loves me. I can feel those eyes love me. And once that is in place, then the ability to face life's challenges in other words, the, whether those challenges are in the classroom, Stacy, or they move on through into one's life, when you face life's challenges in a manner that is positive, in a manner that allows you to cope, you are then developing uh, resilience, and that is a massively important word that's coming out into play 
today, not only for kids, but for, for people at large in terms of how resilient are we in life. In knowing that you are resilient based on how you are treated and how you matter to your loved ones, then that will allow you to face any challenge much easier, whether it's in the classroom or otherwise. All right, Kita. Well, I'd like to thank you for joining us today. Uh, our, our listeners that they can learn much more about Kita, uh, of course, her children's book, Your Special Wherever You Are, and what she's doing to help develop happiness in the classroom for students at her website, which is kitaspack.com. We'll spell that for everybody. K-I-T-A-S-Z-P-A-K, kitaspack.com. Thanks, Kita. Thank you, Stacy. And this podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with its rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Till next time.